0: Um, we we're, we're still Brewera 3D, but we also um, operate. Put that on there you go. Yeah, we also operate certain things under 3D printing education, um, which is pretty cool. I don't. I think it's upside down. Oh, y- it's fine to yeah, hook it so upside down.
1: Um, so I met Jesse through Youngstown Business Incubator, which you got uh, acquainted with when Corey Patrick came uh, and, and talked about his role as a marketer with YPI and helping folks like you out. So um yeah if you could just share your your story here in youngstown and you know go from there
0: yeah so hi like like rj said um, my name is jesse i i am a youngstown native i was born here raised here i'm still here um i i guess to start out um i i went to south range high school south range actually k through 12 um you know typical young sound experience i guess uh did all the Youngstown things um it was really interesting to see how from when i was young um to now how Youngstown has changed but i'll get more to that um i guess like i mean my, my high school experience is pretty typical i i did do some i guess atypical things if you will like i was really really into entrepreneurship um i i i sold greeting cards that i made i, I made various like baked goods and stuff and and i made i actually made quite a bit of money doing it so like that really i guess seeded the entrepreneurship bug in me but um when i graduated high school i i decided to go to uh, mount union and alliance uh for it was actually my first couple years i i kind of missed the area but it wasn't providing the kind of experience that i wanted i i don't know that i while I lived on campus, I just don't know that I got like the college experience. There wasn't really much diversity. Um, that was kind of important to me, but also I didn't feel challenged. Um, so I thought, why not, instead of doing any research at all, um, I did a little bit, but switch my major from what was accounting at the time to uh, mechanical engineering, <laughs> which is quite a bit of a difference. Um, and, and at the time, Mount Union didn't have an accredited program. They had a program, but it wasn't accredited. So um, that was kind of going to be pointless. Um, so what, what I ended up doing uh, was transferring to YSU. I, I was amazed at how less expensive it was than this private university. Um, but when I went here, the, the quality of education was so much better. Like, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know how to explain it. I, I, I was shocked. Um, from everything i had heard growing up um i mean i i'm sure it's not really much different like you grow up and and maybe there's a little bit of a difference but like i mean i grew up with ysu means you screwed up like it's it's not it wasn't associated with the high class universities maybe like ivy leagues or something and and honestly i felt embarrassed first like initially to come here directly from high school so i i didn't but i i greatly regret that honestly because when i came here i for the first time felt like i was going to a real school like i met so many cool people um i I really i really learned a lot of important life lessons i was able to join clubs and stuff um which i really wasn't able to at mount union they really had like a handful and i was probably a member of all of them (laughs) even ones that didn't really fit me um but when i came to ysu like geez i mean I feel like I was a member of like 10 clubs and, and organizations and like I mean they, they all were perfect fits. so I mean you just tried to split your time up and everything but I mean I, I had the opportunity here to really grow and lead some of these some of these organizations um, I, I was a leader at the Society of Women Engineers um, I was a Um, the president for about a year and a half interesting story there but about a year and a half I was president um, I I got an opportunity to like host a couple of fundraisers it was really fun Um, I was a treasurer of my engineering sorority so and and I didn't really have any of those kinds of opportunities at Mount Union so I was just shocked Um, also I mean on like the life side of things when I came back to Youngstown when I transferred into Youngstown State um, I mean one hot cookie was like just opening doors um, there was growth was happening in Youngstown and you could feel it you couldn't necessarily see it so much but you could definitely feel it most of the storefronts I, I think on, on Federal were, were probably still vacant not re- remodeled and everything like a lot of them are now but, um, but you could definitely feel the energy and it felt like somewhere I wanted to be um, and so anyway I went into the um, mechanical engineering program um, still had no idea what it was until really like halfway through my first semester there um, it, it was it was fun it was extremely challenging <laughs> um, I was a person that historically like had never had to study I didn't know how to study I had no idea um, even coming from Mount Union and and I, I came to this university that I thought was like maybe lower tier but, it was exact opposite. Um, I, I was extremely challenged on my first day in class. I, w- I was shocked. I didn't know what to do. I mean, it was kind of a startling thing, but an awesome thing because I'm I'm extremely so much of a nerd. Like I, I love I just love learning. So like thermo thermodynamics, one of like the weed out classes in mechanical engineering. I just really struggled in that, um, <coughs> but it was awesome. So what I ended up. Um, what you end up having to do in, in engineering, uh, especially like chemical um, or mechanical, is y- you really have to find like a study group or study partners um, to, in order to make it through. Um, I, it's a collaborative effort. I, it's, not, it's not cheating, nobody's cheating, but you're working on homework together. You're, you're learning from each other. Homework assignments are insanely long and insanely challenging, and you have several of them every week. Um, for every class. So if you aren't working with somebody else or a group, you're just not going to pass the class. So um, upon fi- like I you you end up going through trials and errors. Some people don't work out. Like it just, just doesn't. I, I ended up finding um, my my current um, business co-founder uh, in this program. We we studied really well together. We were really efficient at, at doing homework, um, studying for like tests and whatever, doing projects. Um, and, and eventually, through that, that program, we, we decided that we wanted to do our senior project together. Uh, and America Makes... It had just been announced that... It was NAMI at the time, um, National Additive Manufacturing Institute something. Um, but it had just been announced that it was coming to Youngstown. And it was kind of a shock. I mean, it was a good shock, but we just didn't expect it. And we were like, how the heck <laughs> do we get into this this uh, environment where we can interact with these people? Because like that was it was the research institute the federally funded research institute for additive manufacturing or 3d printing in the country there was nothing else so it was just it was incredible that we could just walk there um so we we did what we had to do we we decided that we were going to this was our first thing um for our senior project we were going to make a filament maker so i, I guess this is i didn't actually bring filament so that's a good thing um but so like this is this is the the feedstock that goes into a three D printer. This is like, just like a sample thing I got from a show. Yeah, yeah. So like when you're making, I guess probably pass something else around just as like a thing. But this is a cookie cutter. <laughs> just randomly pulling out of the bag. Um, but like when when you're making an object, a three D printed object, the stuff that goes in to make that object is typically some form of plastic. I mean, there's a variety of things. That's a whole nother discussion. But the feedstock goes in, um, and then it it kind of works like a hot glue gun. It just goes around and around and goes up, and it makes a 3D object. Um, but the feedstock that goes into that, we were experimenting with a project that would be able to make that material from recycled um, like bottles and, and jugs and stuff. So like that was pretty cool. Um, we we def- definitely learned a lot from that. But I think most important thing that we learned from that was that it was less of a project and more of a business venture and we had like discussed like you know like bsing uh like just when you know because you're not studying 100 percent of the time you're studying like maybe 90 percent of the time and the rest of the 10 like you're just talking about crap because you want to keep sane <laughs> so so we we were just talking about like our life interests and and we both wanted to be entrepreneurs he he'd had a background in doing various like odds and end things but At the time, in order to make money um, and go to school to be able to pay for school, he was also a photographer on the side. So, like, there's this guy that's super intelligent and like loves nerdy stuff, engineering, but also is this amazing photographer and really dedicated photographer. Um, And and so, and and, uh, me with my background in entrepreneurship, as I had kind of like my mom had also done a variety of entrepreneurship ventures. Um, So so we just kind of talked about that, and we're like, it just makes more sense for us to do this as a business venture than um, a senior project. So we ended up, uh, like, reaching out to a couple of different incubators in the area. We we actually started out at a different incubator um, (coughs) with this filament maker. Uh, The filament maker did not work out. It worked, but we ended up finding out that the – the purity properties when you're doing this kind of process were not as high as we would like them to be um so while it was totally possible to make 3d printed parts they were probably going to have like little bubbles and stuff on them and we just weren't happy with that so i mean it, it was kind of devastating because that was our first idea and and when you go from like you're you're, you're so you enthralled and 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 excited about your first business idea that when when it doesn't work out it's kind of devastating and at that point you can either decide like to give up or you can you can just move on and and, and pivot and change so that's what we did we, we changed um we we learned like well i mean there there are professional manufacturers that make this filament in controlled environments um and and it's really be- better to just buy those things plus like i mean we ended up learning that uh, that particular kind of filament, the, the PLA, as it's called, um, polystyrene, is actually compostable. So, like, one of the goals for us making a filament maker was for, like, eco-friendly reasons. But if we could already compost PLA filament, then it's not really that big of an issue. So, um, so yeah, so we, we decided, well, let's just make a 3D printer, because that's that seems smart. Well, I mean, it, it was our, our right idea, but... Again, we learned a lot from that, but the biggest takeaway from that was that the incubator we were at was not really working out um, mutually. So we ended up like kind of applying for other places, and we had grown as a company, (coughs) made different contacts and stuff. um, And so we ended up being accepted into the Youngstown Business Incubator. Um, It was it was really we were really excited at the time. They, They really helped us learn that. Building a desktop 3D printer was kind of not a good idea <laughs> because like, the market was so saturated, even at the time. This was back in, geez, like 2014, 2015. So we ended up pivoting a little bit. We had actually started to develop a software component to that, um, also didn't work out, but still a really viable idea. Um, through a bunch of pivots and a variety of things we, where we are where we are now, which is um, we we help filmmakers and creative professionals uh, with 3D printing solutions. So, like, in a lot of movies, especially blockbuster movies now, they will actually incorporate 3D printing into stuff. So, like, like with, um, I mean, you guys might have seen uh, the Batman versus Superman movie, or, or Man of Steel. I mean, those are pretty common movies. Um, the, the chest plate that Superman actually has was 3D printed. They were, like, 40 or so different versions of them but they wouldn't have been able to make that chest plate if it wasn't 3d printed um so it really it really adds to things in the the theater and creative industries and, and film industries so what we recognized through um our personal research um, through a program called icore uh that we had we had gone through um was that this was a valid market that there was a need in this market specifically in the mid-level i don't know if i'm getting too granular
1: maybe
0: okay all right it's It's really exciting to me anyway so um so yeah that's that's generally what we do um i I guess i mean as as a a person i guess from a youngstown perspective like (laughs) personally um like is it important to like get out and and travel the world and, and learn from other cultures of course like I mean, one of the clubs that I, I joined uh, at YSU, the International Student Association, um, like, I, I met my husband there. So, like, like it, it was pretty cool um, to to be able to interface with different cultures. Do you and hear I'm that, like
1: you can find love.
0: <laughs> this is true. <laughs> we, we're both such interesting people that we both never thought we would find somebody. And, like, we ended up having our first date, if you will, at Jimmy John's, <laughs> like, right down the street. So... <laughs> Uh, and yeah, I know uh, he he introduced me to like the number two sub, and I mean I just fell in love <laughs> 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 but but, like, I made a lot of really cool friends, like people that I'm still friends with i I learned a lot about Nepali culture um because I was here uh i mean i'm I'm able to just like walk to the university or or like just go to work or or whatever like I I was always able to do that um if if I'm working I can just walk down federal and I have like a bunch of options to choose from to eat like I don't have to leave here I have a sleeping bag at work (laughs) sometimes I sleep at work um but but like just so much stuff that this area has to offer that you realize when you go visit somewhere else or live somewhere (laughs) else like I'm not at all dissing other places um like I I one of I plan to move around the the world um but but I always plan to have a base in Youngstown be, for a variety of reasons. Um, I mean, there's Mill Creek Park. Like, I was just there yesterday, and it's it's beautiful. It's 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 like the best park, uh, city park that I have ever seen in this country. And I've I've traveled a lot since, jeez, um, for, for a while now. I've I've been traveling a lot. I haven't found a, a competitor. I mean, like Central Park is cool, but it just doesn't have that like. That you're in a city yet, like isolation kind of feel. That like really natural feel. I, I don't know. It's 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 something I think that is like Youngstown people we take advantage or we 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 don't appreciate as much. Um, there there's so many opportunities the Youngstown offers. Um, like it, it's it's the 3D printing capital of the country is, is what it is. Actually of the world. When when we went when Brian and I my, my co-founder Brian Alls and I went to rapid um it's a couple of years now it's we
1: actually
0: yeah yeah ra- it's a 3d printing conference um a couple of years back we were actually like we, we were cornered in and in not a bad way but in a good way about people that were like you're from youngstown like like just assuming that we're the experts and and they're just ex- excited and, and amazed that like we have all these these resources and it kind of took us aback at first because we're like youngstown but but youngstown in the additive manufacturing world and and the high-tech manufacturing world is known as the capital of manufacturing like in the country and sometimes in the world so and, and that that's not i don't think exclusive um to to additive manufacturing with respect to like youngstown being emulated in the rest of the world for various things i mean obviously we have a history but especially in the past, I would say, five or 10 years, we have changed. Um, we, we have largely adapted new technologies. We we have, you'd be surprised that we have, like, hundreds of manufacturing, high-tech manufacturing companies in the area that produce parts and, and products for, like, a, a, on a global basis. I mean, we, we have Delphi, but we, we, have, um, we have a couple of other, like, uh, electronics producing companies that you'd be surprised it's just it's amazing um when when i have to go out to, to source things for for my products and stuff like i rarely live this area i'm typically within like an hour hour and a half radius of what i need um there are the two best service providers for 3d printed parts in the area um there there is the only uh big area additive manufacturing machine which is like the desktop ad- additive manufacturing on steroids like if you've seen like a maker bot um they're like that big but but this machine is like the size of the room not even exaggerating it's the size of the room and you can print giant parts you could print walls you could print giant sculptures you could print just like whatever is in that build space you, you could print whatever you really want i i saw them printing a, a desk and chairs and everything so it was <laughs> <laughs> super cool and they're they're like they're totally like you could sit on them they're structurally safe and everything it's it's amazing so yeah so um i don't know. yeah so so i mean it's youngstown is is it's not a place you want to necessarily leave and never come back anymore i really see it as a place that you want to leave and come back and bring your experiences and and the things you've learned from other places and help this place grow because it's youngstown is somewhere that like as as i think the city of you initiative embodies it's somewhere that that you can make a difference it's youngstown is is all of us um it, it, it's somewhere like you can't go to seattle and, and say i i want to feed this community and it makes a really big difference like in youngstown you can say i want to start a food forest and you could buy acres and acres of property and you can make a huge food forest for inexpensive and the community will help you that's another thing about youngstown the community will help you You'll, you'll get volunteers you'll get companies that will donate stuff um and and you can make a huge impact it's it's crazy so so it's somewhere that you want to bring your experiences back from. I mean, don't stay here forever. Some people have an, don't leave and then just don't learn and grow as people. But definitely come back. I guess that would be my, my takeaway.
1: That's what we actually talked about the other day. Okay. Was, uh, and I'm glad you're reinforcing that because, you know, we, we kind of, as much as we want our folks to stay and keep their talents and their intelligence here... Um, we also need them to leave and gain perspective and experience. Yeah. Um, so that when they do come back, they can better appreciate what they've always had. Uh, and that's a big part of the, the story that we experience with all the folks that we've spoken with thus far. So, um, questions for Jesse?
0: Have you guys ever 3D printed like, a house? We have not 3D printed a house. Um. That sounds.
1: <laughs> Like fun <laughs> that would be a lot of fun
0: um <laughs> that would be expensive but not as expensive as you might think but um I mean as of now we have not it it's not out of our wheelhouse to do that wi- with especially the big area out, out of manufacturing machine that we have access to now but it's it's not something that we've really been asked to do but it's something we'd love to do I, I have some other parts yeah if you yeah, guys want to yeah, see yeah, I don't know. like these are just some other crazy things Th- this is Bracelet. <laughs> it's just something that I mean we found um, that was pretty cool. So
1: how long did the bracelet take to
0: print? Bracelet took about an hour and twenty minutes. Okay. Another thing about this is br- kind of a little bit getting into the weeds. Um, a cool thing about additive manufacturing is that you can you can make an object in hours, and while it's a long time sitting there staring at it, watching the machine, which like you don't need to do. But if you were to do that it seems like forever but if you were to keep into take into perspective that if you were to manufacture that in a traditional manufacturing way it would take weeks or months so in comparison on on low scale um applications it's significantly faster to do additive manufacturing so yeah this this was like a bearing um that didn't work because i needed to fix it but um I, i printed it this one took probably about an hour the fixed version actually works.
1: It seems like, if, yeah, go ahead. For that kind of situation, is it just as strong as one that you would make
0: regularly? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's ways to change the strength properties too. Um, the bearing that I made is is strong. I printed it at 100% infill, which is like like it's 100% filled with material. But usually, you you, you unless you need a really strong piece, you're 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 using 3D printing to optimize um, optimize for the technology. You're able to use less material but keep the same strength properties. So it is. It is is strong if, if you want it to be. What is this? That that's a bearing that doesn't work. I I, I changed the bearing. I that, that was like a really Can you early prototype. What a bearing is? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. No, that's
1: okay. <laughs> um so it's for me, I'm stupid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm sure you guys are familiar with fidgets. I, I don't know who wouldn't be at this point because like they're everywhere now. Um, the spinners. Yeah, the spinners, yeah. the fidget spinners. I, I don't have one for a reason, <laughs> but like the the little circle inside in the middle that you would you would either hold um, that that spins around. That inside is a bearing. What it does is um, it it'll it'll a part of the bearing will attach to a part, <coughs> and the other one will the other part will allow it to uh, spin freely. So on your car, your wheels are attached to bearings. Um that that allows them to to move like like really smoothly. Um they they tend to be have like like a, a lubricant of some sort so that it continues to move smoothly, but if you don't have bearings, then stuff won't roll. It's pretty much how it goes. It keeps things rolling. <laughs> this this is like a prototype part that we came up with for a printer that we didn't make.
1: Do any of you have experience with 3D printing? Finally. Cool. Can you talk a little bit about your respective experiences?
0: My school has, like a STEM program. Oh, that's cool. So I was in it for three
1: years, and we designed stuff all the time on AutoCAD. So, like, I can design something in 3D. For, I mean, it would take me a minute because I haven't done it in like a
0: couple years, but um, we went on a field trip to the additive manufacturing downtown, and like, we printed America out Makes? Stuff. Yeah.
1: Okay. And like, the big one. <laughs> Yeah. I'm glad to hear that because I was going to take you there Friday. Uh, <laughs> then I canceled it.
0: <laughs> it's it's a cool place time. to go. So. But yeah, it, it is.
1: Yeah, it's like so cool in there, but um, they printed out some of our stuff, and then my teacher was like, that's it. Like, we're not going to be a STEM program without a
0: 3D printer. So he like, did everything in his power to get one. So now, like, we have one. And that's like, cool. Um, my middle school has the STEM program as well. We have about five to six 3D printers now at school, um, as well as so I was in the STEM pro- program again, and uh, we did uh, computer graphics and we had to use <coughs> 3D print um, just different things that we had to make. So like we made different um, like game pieces, and then we had to build a board game out of it and stuff. So That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
1: So it seems like uh, with since you guys started, like you had to go through a few iterations of your business concept until yes. you really landed on on something that was uh, a bit more sustainable and successful for you. Um, have you noticed how far has the printing technology advanced? Because you're saying like these parts took an hour. I remember just like a couple of years ago, that would take five hours.
0: Yeah. No, I mean it's it. it the technology like you would be shocked when uh, last week i went to a a local um additive manufacturing meetup conference kind of thing where northeast ohio industry professionals and 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 a little bit outside of the region will meet up and talk about the new technologies or the research they've done it's the technology has advanced tremendously um i mean there's (laughs) still aspects that are the same definitely speed has gone up a little bit um i mean there's a printer now that can print Can print like let's say like that bearing the red bearing that that i have going around um it could print that in a couple minutes um the it's a more expensive printer um but but it is something that that's there that wasn't there a couple years ago um then like i i learned about i learned about some new technologies that i had no idea that existed um for instance there there's a new method of 3d printing that Takes are you, I don't know how familiar you guys are with nanotechnology or like just what nano nanoparticles are. Does anyone know what they are? Okay, so like you have powder, like think of sand, and think and then like imagine sand that you're, the grains are so small that you can't see them. It just feels like it's almost like solid you're touching. Like really, really, really tiny things you can't see unless you have a special microscope. Um, so. There's a fil- there There's a material now that you can print with that has that nano filament inside of it. That's that's uh, metal um, that you can three D print an object with anything, and then later on take a laser and etch a, a tiny portion of that surface off, and you can make a circuit board on the, the the item itself. So you don't have to use wires. Like you could just attach a motor to it and like or whatever, and a lights and it works. So that's really cool for like design and and um wearables and clothing like that's pretty cool for that just like i mean metal additive manufacturing has come a a, far, a long way there there's now like welding kind of technology where you can even 3d print metal on the ceiling wow i know it's so that's cool <laughs> but it's it, it's something you don't want to stare at cuz it's like welding but right. but right. the resolution's amazing but yeah some of these other things like we there aren't really any there I, I haven't come, came across come across any other companies like that have a sustainable business plan that really are in our industry yet. I mean, they'll come, but people don't really pay attention to creatives. I'm not sure why, but like, but we do. So, like, we 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 build model boxes. Um, we build scale models. So, like, this this is a little chair that we made um, that that you might put in a model box if, like, let's say you're you're making a theater production and you're talking with other people about where things will go before you have the actual items or before you have the actors and actresses you're talking together with production and and directors and stuff that's what they use, this is another little guy this is like a little like TV stand um, this is we, we also do <coughs> prop weaponry, so there are a lot of issues with having real weapons on set but um, it created a demand, so this is like a really neat, like interestingly 3D printed wow. weapon thing. It's pretty sharp, so be careful. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's not like metal, but... Can I pass that around? Yeah, you can pass it around. You can pass it around. Whatever. Just just be careful. I mean, you're not gonna like really hurt yourself, but you might cut yourself. <laughs> that wouldn't be fun. And this is probably our latest, the latest project that we came up with. This is... Um, it, it, it was an error. I mean, it's still like... You can still see what it is, but... Uh, a local photographer came to us and asked if, if we wanted, or if we were able to print him a postcard holder. He he was making this really like creative display for for d- to display some of his like smaller art pieces, and he asked us if we would make like brackets, little holders for him. So that's what we did. And this is a really simple part, but he was really happy. So those are all the pieces that I have. But yeah, does anyone have any other questions? The, the, that's the thing with the the it changed so much yeah three. yeah, yeah. that if you think about the trajectory of computers like you, you have moore's <laughs> law but with 3d printing it's the this exponential rate is so much greater that really we can't see i my generation like as a millennial i can't i can't imagine where 3d printing will go especially in 10 uh, years i i can give you an idea of where i think it's going to be in five like. I mean, we're we're going to be at the point where um, we're going to be 3D printing parts and like that bearing in, in under an hour. Um, the, the time is not going to change too much with with these traditional kinds of manufacturing, but with with other methods that I was talking about that can print really fast, like those are just getting faster. Um, I mean, you're going to be able to print that bearing in probably like a minute, um, which which will increase production times. Um, Metal three D printing is going to improve. We're going to be able to print circuitry into things. We're going to be able to print with multi materials at one time. So we're getting closer to like, like true replicator. Um, if you want to talk Star Trek, things.
1: Please.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so like yeah. I mean it's it's getting there. Um, like I could talk really <coughs> in the weeds with you if you want to afterwards. I'm not sure everyone wants to hear all the new advances. But yeah no but we just chose to mm-hmm. you don't have to, How long it take to make that took because we had to use support material so some parts you can't just print like straight out you need to support them because of physics so um, that one took like two hours because we I did use like really tiny layer resolution too so you can make 12 you one day. yeah oh yeah yeah. Oh, actually, you can make more because, like, while, while yes, it takes two hours to make the part, um, you can print multiple parts on a build plate, and then it will take lo- less time. So you could really probably print, like, 20 or so <coughs> with my printer that I have, or with you guys' printers. With that carbon one, the, the one that prints really fast, like, hundreds. Hundreds.
1: Cool. Well, uh, let's thank Jessie for her time and showing uh, some of her toys. That's what I refer, refer to in Because they uh, are. I'll take this. Yeah. Okay.